We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Welcome to Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Shuchuk. As always, we bring you the very best, not just information, but the folks we get the privilege to talk to, to learn from. If you haven't been to our website, please join us at yourresultsradio.com. Get your copy of the Results Journal. It is designed to help you achieve more and do it in less time. It's designed for those people who are serious about life, business, career, and getting to a place that the average don't get to. We always have great people on our show, as you know. The results community has become accustomed to listening to, learning from, engaging with the folks that are a big part of what this show is about. And today is definitely no exception. As a matter of fact, it's an honor and privilege to have our guest on today. This gentleman, besides being a best-selling author, besides being on one of the top-rated shows on NBC, was worked with side-by-side with Donald Trump for over 40 years, was the executive vice president of the Trump Organization, and of course, like I said, was on the NBC uh, television show, The Apprentice with Donald Trump. Mr. George Ross joins us today. Sir, it's an honor and a privilege to have you on. Welcome. Oh, I'm glad to, glad to be with you. Thank you for that. Now, I, uh, I've got a question for you. You know, a lot of folks, and, and you know, we've been to events, and I had the privilege uh, of speaking with with you at an event a few months back in Manhattan when I was there last. And a lot of folks that I've had the privilege to work with do work with, they come to me and they want to do something. Perhaps they find real estate attractive. They want that to be the financial vehicle. But they encounter at the beginning in particular challenges. It's pushing that go button. It's maybe jumping off the cliff into something that they don't know. What would you say to somebody who is aspiring to, to jump into a, a realm like this? Well, I would say uh, if, if they understand what their needs are and what they're looking for, short range, long range, you're looking for income, you're looking for stability. Uh, it comes, real estate comes in all sizes, shapes everywhere in the world. So it's a question of picking up where you, what you want, where you want it and how much money you've got or can raise in order to accomplish it. And once you know what you want to do, I would go to go to an expert, uh, either a, a realtor or a broker in the area you want to be in, and, and uh, find out what's available and come up with what ideas, what you're looking for. Now, I know so that you've spent a lot of – sorry, go ahead, George. No, go ahead. I said real estate is not one size fits all. But certainly you're right in that respect. I know you spent a lot of years uh, putting deals together and negotiating deals. Um, how important is being an avid negotiator, shrewd negotiator perhaps even, how important is that to, to getting involved in the space of real estate, whether you want to go out and buy uh, you know, two, three, or four single-family homes somewhere and use that as uh, your, your, 
your retirement plan, or if you want to do something a little bit more daring and start investing, you know, not unlike, uh, you know, Donald Trump did a number of years ago in, in New York. Well, you got to, but negotiation is you really, that's something you do in your life. It's every time you're always negotiating with something, uh, whether you're buying a car or your wife or your children or uh, all of that negotiating. And the better you're negotiated, the better you will be in accomplishing whatever you want to accomplish in your life. It's not only in real estate and not negotiate. You have to know the best way to negotiate, how to negotiate, and how to get the, to get a deal that you can live with. And is that the best deal that's available to you at the time? That's negotiation. Very, very important. It's critical, especially if you're in business or entrepreneurs, an entrepreneurship, or you're dealing with people, hiring people. How you you have to negotiate, and you have to negotiate well to be successful. I believe you're right. Do you think that negotiation, or at least a component of it, is actually sales? Of course, negotiation is 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 a, is a major part. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I'm, I'm now just you, you don't know, but I'm, I'm teaching a course at a college. And the course is creative marketing. What is, what is creative marketing other than good negotiation to get the buyer or the seller to accept what you're trying to buy or sell? Can you give me an idea? Of, well, I guess I guess I already know the answer to this, but an idea of who's the master at it besides yourself. Who's the master at it? The yeah. Negotiation? Donald. Yes. Donald Trump. President Donald Trump is the master negotiator as far as I'm concerned. He knows how to, uh, how to negotiate, how to speak to people, and how to uh, achieve the best result that's available under, a cir- under the circumstances. So get what's the best that's, that's there, and then decide if you want it without uh, insisting upon something that may not accom- you may not be able to accomplish. Negotiation is, is a give and take between two parties, and the, 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 the goal is to reach a deal that both of them can live with, although it's not what they wanted coming in. They wanted something better, but it wasn't available, but they got something that they can live with and that they can do. And then also, it could be the basis of the next deal or what have you. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a one-shot one deal. It's long-term. Does, it mean, does that mean it has to be win-win for, for all involved? No. Negotiation is not win-win. Negotiation should never be win-win. You have to give something to get something. If you win-win, if all you do is win and the guy, whoever it is, the other side gives you what you want, walk. It's too good to be it's true. Interesting you say that. There's a reason I ask the question that way, George, and it's very simply this. Um, I have people from time to time that come up and say to me, I don't want to be a salesperson or I don't want to come across as being, quote, unquote, salesy. And one of the things I've always said, every organization is a sales organization. If you aren't selling, you aren't in business. So I, I appreciate that. I think it's important that people understand that and our community, the results community that's listening right to this, to this conversation you and I are having right now, I think it's important for folks to understand that you know, sales and negotiation go hand in hand. And part of it is that it is definitely where one party to the table um, is going to come out based on how proficient they are at negotiating and or sales. That's correct. Well, but you know, it's, it's, negotiate, it's all salesmanship at that point. You're selling something, even if, you, if you're selling yourself, if you're looking for, for a job. Uh, that you have to sell yourself in order to get that job. How to convince the the person who's hiring that you're the one that they want? Uh, that's salesman job. It's you're always selling. You're selling yourself, your personality, everything. That's a, it's a never-ending event. It's always salesmanship of a of a kind. It's just a question of what you're buying or selling at the time. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I know that. Um you have a lifetime of experience and stories, and I've, I've been very privileged to hear you tell some of those. Um, I'd love if you would uh, if you would share. We're going to take a break here in about uh, in about two or three minutes, but I'd love if you would share even prior to the break, just for a couple of minutes, some of the experiences that I know you've shared with me and some other folks in the past 
um, of how negotiation played in some, even in some of the scenarios with when you were with the Trump organization or when you were, you know, Trump's lawyer, even prior to joining his organization, um, how, how some negotiation played into some of those deals? Well, negotiation played in every deal. It's not into some of those deals. Negotiation is always a part of the deal. And sometimes you start with, a, uh, with an untenable situation. I was negotiating for a lease in Florida for Donald, and there was a, 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 the aviation authority on one side. And when I went on my way down to go, Donald said, George, we want to make a lease $400,000 a year. And I walked down, and there were 18 of these uh, advisors for the aviation authority in the room. And I told them, we're ready to do a deal at 400000 and they said, well, six months ago, Donald offered us 540000 I said, you should have taken it. It was too high. And we negotiated from there. I showed them why 400 was the right number. That's very interesting, and I like that a lot. We're going to take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the one and only George Ross, uh, right-hand man, lawyer to Donald Trump for over 40 years, recently retired. He has joined us today. I'm honored to say that. We're going to take a break. Stay with us. We will be back in just a moment. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility, your brand launchpad, celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. Welcome back to Results Radio. I'm your host, Sean Shuchuk. Joining us today for the second half of our show, same as the first, Mr. George Ross. Uh, once again, George, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I'm deeply grateful you took the time to, to share with us. When we, uh, when we broke a moment or two ago, we were talking about negotiation. You had shared a story about a negotiation that you'd been involved with for uh, – for Donald Trump in Florida. Um, I want to take it a little different direction if I can for, for just a moment or two. We'll come back to that because some of the experiences that you've shared in the past with me, I think uh, we all from time to time encounter. But let me put this out there. Um, a lot of folks listen to people like yourself perhaps speak, even when I have, have the opportunity and the privilege to speak at different events throughout uh, primarily North America, United States, and Canada. And they say, well, you know, it's easy for you to do something because you have perhaps something different or you have experience is is it for everybody can can it be a learned skill sure it can be a learned skill the the the, the key in the negotiation is personality that's the number one trait if you have have a personality that other people who was on the other side who you're ever good negotiating with likes or feels comfortable doing business with you, you will be successful. If you don't, you won't. And that doesn't make any difference what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to accomplish. It's personality, understand what the other side wants, and then convince, convince them that you're the person that they ought to be negotiating or talking to. And that's a trait that you can do. Anybody can do it. It's, it's developed. But you have to understand that that's what, what you have to do. It's not what I want. It's what do you want that I can possibly give you. Well put. You shared a story, and, I, and I, for the life of me, I can't recall the name of the building. And I believe it was in Manhattan that um, I think there was overseas ownership. And uh, it was a negotiation that had occurred. I think the building at one point in time was almost empty or was, in fact, empty. Um, and you had yes. shared the story. Do you, re do you recall this? Yeah, 40 Wall Street. 
Would you would you share that story with us and our listeners today? I think it's it's really interesting how that played out and understanding that sometimes uh, you know we don't may not always realize the direction that a conversation, negotiation, or deal even will go. No, that that happens very. It happens often. Forty Wall Street was a vacant building, a million square foot building in downtown Manhattan that went through bankruptcies, foreclosures. Everybody everybody had a piece of it. Nobody knew what to do with it. And the main problem was it was the land was owned by a, a very rich family in Germany. And they were very strict as to what they wanted in the way of a, a, a lease. And everybody tried to live within the parameters of a bad lease. They couldn't do it. And uh, Donald was interested in it. He's buying a million square foot building for a million dollars. That's a dollar a square foot. And you can't do better. You can't do better price wise, although the building was empty and needed a lot of work. But Donald solved the problem. He flew to Germany, met with the principals, the family, and said, look, the building is in disrepair. I will put it in great shape. You'll be happy with it, but I need cooperation. I need a lease that I can mortgage and that I can give to some give to tenants so that they'll come into the building. And uh, I need time to do it. If you do that, I will take this vacant building, which is no, no real value to you now, and I'll make it worthwhile, and you'll see that you get income. And he convinced the, the owners to do it. Do you think sometimes and, it takes more than that? to bring it down, to bring it down is the thing. The building that he bought for a dollar a square foot, a million dollars at that point, 17, not 17, 13 years later is now worth $500 million. I love it. Does, does but Trump organization sell it? Yeah, Trump, yes he, 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 yes, he can't sell it. He can't sell it because the tax consequence would be impossible. So it's something do you, you think have to sometimes do you it. said courage. Do you think sometimes it, it's, it's, it's being a little bit, most people stay safe. Most people don't even manage risk. They avoid risk. Do you think you That's have correct. to be a risk taker to jump into this? You have to, to some of it, yes. It depends on the, the risk. It's, it's balancing risk against, risk against reward. And mm-hmm. that the bigger the reward, the more the risk. And you, you, you understand that. If, in fact, that you don't, want the, you, you, you don't want to take the risk, you buy something much more conservative and you get less of a reward. And it's, it's doing some kind of diversification with what you have in mind with your uh, uh, available cash or the money you can raise with, with friends or partners and uh, coming up with a, a portfolio or, or one or two buildings or anything that matches what they have in mind. You want something more conservative, go commercial. Uh, not commercial, you go residential. If you want something more risky, go commercial. So it's, uh, it, it, you know, that's the nice thing about real estate. It comes in all sizes, shapes all over the world. Pick what you like. In your opinion, is real estate one of the best financial vehicles there are? I know a lot of people say that. I'm curious on your thoughts. The answer is that there's no, there's no question about that. It's the best financial you can do. Understand this. More fortunes are lost in real estate than would ever be made. However, having said that, for someone who who's, who's knows what they're doing, does their homework, and basically will take a certain amount of chances, over a period of time, real estate will prove to be the best investment they can make. It's always there. You don't lose a piece of land. It's there. And you can always go and point to it. You get a deed to it. It's not like something that's going to vanish in the air. What do you say to those people that go, I want to be a real estate investor, and then they spend the next two, three, four years going to different trainings or groups or whatever the case may be, but never actually pull the trigger and do a deal. What do you say? What do I say? Better at that point, going to something with no risk. 
buy clip coupons, invest something where you get 2% on your money or something. You're not, you're not good for the real estate, for the market, because you don't have the courage. You don't have the courage of your convictions. And if you don't, you don't have the courage, it's not going to work. So the, generally speaking, what, what you're saying is, is prevalent with a lot of people. I can't do it. I haven't got the money. It's too big for me. I'm afraid I'm going to lose money. And they don't do anything. Forget it. Then don't go near real estate. Go in something that's, that's, that you can control. But then you look around and you say, you see some, somebody puts a, piece, a building together or what have you, and you say, gee, I thought of that. Why didn't I do it? The answer is you didn't have the courage. Uh, I think you're 100% bang on. Um, there are a lot of folks out there today that they will listen to somebody, some guru, some somebody who claims to be an expert in real estate, and they say, okay, I can win no money down. And there's some truth to that, I think. But how does the average person today, in your opinion, uh, go out and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise capital? I've had a traditional JOB my entire life. I've made you know, decent money for an average you know, an average guy out there. How do I, how do I go when I raise a million, two, four, five? If I want to get into real estate, and again, depending on where I decide to focus, residential, commercial, et cetera, I mean, there's a lot of different areas, as, you, as you've already said. How do I go and do that? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, the first thing is, what, how much money are you going to put into the pot? If the answer is nothing, the you're, going to be, you're not going to be successful. You have to have some, something somewhere that you're going to go on that you also put at risk so that the people who are investing with you say, well, okay, if he put up X dollars that he's willing to lose and he wants me to put up Y dollars, then I feel secure because we're both in the same boat. On the other hand, if I put up all the money and he has nothing, he or she has nothing to lose, they feel that uh, it's, it's a much riskier deal, and it is. So the question is, if you've got a mortgage, you've got a house, mortgage it for as much as you can for as long as you can. Take that money and, and use that as your nest egg or your, or your bar to start real estate, to start doing it. Now, that once you have equity or you've put in money into a transaction, your, whole, your transaction becomes much more desirable for syndicators or investors. So many people today, um, they know they have to do something different if they want to, you know, they want to uh, be in a different place when they hit a certain age in life. The idea of having pensions from a law for a lot of folks has gone out the window. Our governments in, in most countries today are beyond insolvent. Where, where you know, should I, if I'm that person out there today who wants to get out of my, you know, I work for the post office or I have a traditional job, should I be hiring a coach? Is it important to have a coach, someone that can, uh, someone who's been there, someone coach, that but, can guide but me? Yes, the answer is yes, but what you're, what you're alluding to is what's prevalent with most people that will take all the, tra- they'll go to courses, they'll take, they'll listen to people, they'll do it, and then the day, the day after they go, they'll do nothing. So all they do is throw their money out at the lecture or the coach. If you're not ready to do something, don't pay for the to pay for the privilege of doing nothing. So if I'm that person, how, how do I how do I take that action step? How do I step off? You have to have the you have to have the courage of your own convictions, and you must understand that the key to success is failure. Because if you failed, you'll figure out why you failed, and next time you'll do better. But if you haven't failed, you never you've never done anything. So it's just this is. Doing, up, doing, enough, done, doing a number of deals, some of which work, some of which don't work, but have more winners than losers, you're going to be successful. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever had a deal go south on you, didn't work out? Sure. Thank you for that. Many. I, I love what you said about many. failure. I think it's really important because so many people think failure is, is the end and they give up. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're on Results Radio. We're here today. This is an incredible conversation we're having with 
George Ross. George Ross, you're just joining us and just jumping on the show. We're coming to the end of it here very, very quickly. But George Ross was a lawyer to Donald Trump and the Trump Organization for 40 years, best-selling author, professor. Uh, folks, this gentleman, the, the information, the gold nuggets he's sharing with us today are absolutely incredible. Uh, get your pen and, and pad of paper out. Take notes. Embrace this stuff. It's so vitally important. Uh, George, a final question for you. If you had to leave one tangible piece of advice for the folks in our community listening to this right now, something that they can wrap their head, heart, and hands around, and when we finish our conversation, they can go and start working on and implement, what would it be? Looking at a transaction or a transaction in the most favorable light. So when I say the most favorable light, most people look at it and say, well, what happens if it goes bad? Don't have, what happens if it goes good? So look at it, so you start out, with where you are today at a point, and you look and say where you want to be in a period of years, whatever it is, and then figure out what it's going to look like along the way. Now, if you can live with the worst scenario on the doomsday, it's a deal that you should make. It may not be as good as you anticipate, but it's, you can live with it, and you've got to be over a period of time. Real estate goes in cycles. It's not worthless. It goes in cycles. If you can outlive the cycle, it will go up. Real estate will go up in value, and the main reason is there's just so much of it, and I always say God's not making more. It's so true. From a lifetime in the world of real estate and negotiating, this is Results Radio. I am your host, Sean Chuchuk. Today, we've been honored to have Mr. George Ross on the show with us. He's shared some amazing information and some of it maybe is common sense to some, but others certainly not. I urge you to, to listen and, and re-listen to this show. Go and download it after the fact. Please visit our website at yourresultsradio.com. Have a listen to this and any other episode from the past. Watch for future ones. Go, and do yourself a favor. Get yourself a copy of the Results Journal. It will have an impact in your life, but you do have to use it. Once again... George, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Sean. My, my pleasure. I hope your people, whoever is listening, get something out of it and that they do something instead of just listening and then walking away in a few days and say, yeah, it was interesting, but I do nothing. Anybody could so take that. action, in other words. Winners are the ones that take action. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Results Radio. Until next time, I'm Sean Chuchak. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal. Results Journal.